you're in the property management, you're trying to knock down multifamily property management versus just a one-off single family, then it's going to be much more difficult. You have a higher probability of scaring away that client than actually doing anything when you go out to hunt. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason J. Lou Lewis. Today's episode is diving into the pros and cons of being a real estate generalist and a real estate specialist. We get asked this a lot. I will say very upfront and very loud, shouted above the treetops, I am a generalist. That's what I've been since I was a kid. And it's what I have been up to this point. Most likely it's what I will be in the future. So that's who I am. And I get asked a lot from people that are starting in the real estate or other people that are specialists in one specific trade in the real estate world, you know, the hey, what what's it like doing all the random deals that you do? And how does that work being so kind of spread out? So I wanted to do a podcast on that. I wanted to just share my experiences with the pros and cons of being a generalist versus a specialist. So going to dive into that today for anyone out there that is a specialist that's maybe getting burned out or someone that's a generalist and trying to do a little of everything, being a broker, being a fix and flipper, developer, all of those things, manage their own property. You know, I wanted to share some, some thoughts because ultimately I do feel that there is a pro and a con to both. And at different points in real estate experts, careers, they are a little more of one or the other. So it's definitely the benefit of real estate is there's so many different approaches to be successful. If you follow one or two people on social media, Instagram, TikTok, or whatever, and they are saying, here is the way, here is the Kool-Aid to drink. This is how you're going to get rich. This is how you're going to be able to work remotely from a beach with millions of dollars of passive income. Just take a step back and kind of walk through that and figure out if what they're pitching or what they're saying is the right way is the right way for you. Because it might be the right way, but for them, not for you. So that's the goal with this podcast, just to kind of get the creative juices flowing to help individuals that are at different points in your real estate career, just make sure you're potentially on the right path. So let's get into it. All right. Generalist. That's what I am. In my eyes, and as a farm kid, I'm going to give an analogy of hunting. I apologize if you're against hunting. I get it, but that's the analogy as a farm kid that grew up hunting that I'm going to do with a generalist and specialist. So The pro to a generalist is it's like the shotgun approach. A shotgun approach puts a bunch of lead out there at a short distance, but is a wide path. It can knock down a lot of things when you're shooting it at shorter ranges and you can get a lot more birds. You can go out and get four or five quail or pheasant enough to eat 
put meat on the table, but it's not feeding you for the year. So definitely the generalist is shotgun approach, which in hunting, it serves that gun serves a, a purpose. So I look at it as more of an opportunistic approach. It allows me with the shotgun to, to get a wide breadth of options out there. A lot of different hunting works for a shotgun from quail, pheasants to geese, ducks, you know, you name it, you can take that shotgun. I mean, you can even actually go out and, and shoot deer with a shotgun. You might just need to adjust and use buckshot. So that shotgun allows, it's a very utilitarian type of, of weapon. So I believe it's great for people that like flexibility, that burn out with that monotony that need to be active kind of day in, day out. Walking around with that shotgun, you're more likely to scare up a covey of quail at least several times throughout the day to kind of keep you motivated and having fun. And if you're a deal junkie, that's great. So, and also, you know, if you burn out and get bored, it's a good, good resource because it's just, it keeps you motivated versus burning out. So, and it also allows you to figure out when and where you want to be a specialist. It kind of gets you in the game. It allows you to be that intern of the real estate sector, bounce around a little bit, test out where ultimately you maybe want to be a specialist. So generalist cons, there definitely is cons to it. So if you're out trying to take down that elephant, that large animal, a shotgun isn't going to do anything. It's literally going to scare away that animal if you take a shotgun out to hunt those larger animals. So if, if you are wanting to knock down those large clients, those elephants, you know, the analogy people use in the in the sales world, if you're out elephant hunting and that's that multi-million dollar listing or huge multi-family development deal whatever it might be. If you're in the property management, you're trying to knock down multifamily property management versus just a one-off single family, then it's going to be much more difficult. You have a higher probability of scaring away that client than actually doing anything when you go out to hunt. So it's not a bad thing because again, if you're out there daily wanting to get those the birds to feed your family on a consistent basis. It's not a, it's not bad, but you're not going to be able to, to knock down those. And that's kind of the Jack of all trades, master of none keeps you a little more distracted and you're not top of mind. I'd say that's one of the biggest things is you're not top of mind for people out there thinking of you that might refer you, that might give you a heads up on something that might send you that deal or that prospect. Cause you aren't that expert in residential brokerage for the Northwest sector of Denver, Colorado, or you're not an expert in Summit County, Colorado, short-term rental housing brokerage. So if you are that, those people are like, when they come across that, they're like, boom, I got to call Jason, or I got to call Tiffany. I got to call Tom. And this, you're just kind of known as a as a guy who does a lot of real estate stuff, it's fun, cool, but you're never that top of mind. So I, I think that that aspect is one of the hardest things for me in my career, being someone who owns a property management company, who has a brokerage company that does development, that has cabin complexes and all the I've hunting property, I've oil and gas leases. I'm never top of mind. 
If you ask 10 of my friends what I do, most likely nine of them will say, I'm not sure what Jason does exactly in real estate, but he does a lot of cool, cool stuff. That's not bad, but I'm not their go-to person for brokerage or PM or such because they just know I do a lot. So going into the specialist pros, using my analogy, the hunting, it is definitely the rifle approach. You're going out there, you are being a specialist with the exact rifle you need for that animal, that hunting environment, that weather, that time of year, you are taking that specific approach to knock down that animal at that given time. You are top of mind. You are an expert and you're becoming the master of that trade. So that's where a lot of successful people, most successful people, I would potentially venture to say, ultimately end up. They're a specialist and they are known as the expert in that trade of real estate. The cons to that is if you miss your target, you're not eating for a while. If you are a multifamily, large, 100 plus unit multifamily broker, those are big commission checks, two, three, four, five hundred thousand million dollar commission checks. But during 08, 09, when nothing was trading, those people were starving. So there is a con to that is when the market shifts, you're less flexible. That rifle is set up and designed for one environment, one animal, one certain range. And if that animal doesn't appear, is no longer existent, goes extinct, then things are very difficult. But if that animal does come up, that it's a great thing to have that specific rifle. So it locks you into that, that trade, things shift, it's tough, but that's just part again, pros and cons to both. So I want people, if, no matter where you are in, in your career, whether you're a specialist or generalist, just to kind of think of those pros and cons and make sure that you are going down the right path, especially if you're new, think about that. Think about a lot of people ask me, should I get my real estate brokerage license? I'm wanting to be an investor. I'm wanting to be a wholesaler. I'm wanting to buy my own property. And even then, kind of look at the pros and cons. If you went to business school, you'll know about SWOT analysis, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Like, Do as much of those things as possible to make sure that your opportunities and threats and strength and weaknesses match up to being a specialist or a generalist. And then Look at, see where the market is, seeing if you're maybe right now with how hot real estate is, if maybe being a little generalist to then give some flexibility in case the market starts to shift one way or another, and then boom, go grab that rifle and go all in and become that expert. That, that 10,000 hours, they say, you know, makes you an expert. So up to that point, it allows you to stay in the game, being a generalist out you know, getting those smaller game birds enough to just eat on a daily basis. And then when you're ready, the opportunity is there, seize it, go jump on it and become an expert in the area that, that you really feel passionate about and that you feel your area of expertise is best suited for your personality and where you are in life, even things like family. So um, where they are and what you, what real estate you want to get out of it for them might help you decide one way or another. So I'd love for someone to reach out to me. If you are getting into real estate, I'd love to talk to, to you about this. I've been a generalist 
almost since I was a kid. I bought and sold motorcycles and multiple businesses and landscaping in high school. And then when I got into real estate in college, I was office brokering at the same time using commissions to buy single family house hacks, converting them from three bed to five bed. And over the years, I'm very opportunistic value add type of, of focus. And I'd love to share those experiences with, with you guys to help maybe help you figure out your journey. So, but I'm also, I'll end with, with this is I'm at the point in my career now coming up on 20 years in the real estate game of wanting to hone in my trade, kind of grab that rifle. And, and I'm working my way towards being more of a specialist in the area of capital. So that's doing larger deals, raising capital for those development and value add projects and bringing other people in and working on being a master in in that area while still having the companies that do the brokerage, do the PM, but bringing those integrators in that handle those areas. And they are the master. They're the, the rifle holder of the property management company, the brokerage company. And then I can be that rifle approach when it comes to larger syndications and capital type of pursuits within the real estate sector. So love to chat with you guys more about this offline, but it's been something a lot of people over the last six to 12 months, especially with all the shift in the market that's going on, people have been talking about. So wanted to share it with you. So let's connect up. If you have any questions, have any comments, throw them in the notes wherever you see this and uh, let's let's help each other out. I think there's a great fit for both areas for different people at different times. So let's help each other out and each enjoy and flourish in each of ours journey in the real estate sector. So as always, my friends, until next time, thank you outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box. <laughs>